Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 1. Today we're going to talk about big data. Uh, so we're talking about farm data. We want to know why is it important? Is it really the next big thing? Well, that's uh, we 100 episodes ago. <laughs> we did it, guys. Almost literally. This is, this is it. This is the big one zero zero. So with me today are Bill Schomburg. Hey, guys. Max Garvey. What's up, everybody? Todd Schomburg. Hey to all the Tilthies out there. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. So, yeah, that was episode one. It's kind of kind of cool hearing that. Now we're at episode 100. That's so. the original. You could hear the scratch your auto. auto, auto. Scratch, audio. scratch your auto? No, yes. please don't scratch my truck. <laughs> so we had um, first episode. That one never actually aired. The first four episodes, if you look back, are, are in the archives. Secret. And they were, they were just that good Secret. that we didn't feel we could release them. It would just be too popular to start, and we'd peak early. So just... <laughs> yeah, we... We were done after four. Like, uh, what are we going to do? We've, we've we've done all we can do. Yeah, we made it to 100. We must be good. Yeah. We're, we're consistent. You know what they say about well, podcasts. They say. You always find your groove after the first 100. Is that what they say? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say. That's what I'm saying today, though. And so next week, I'll say after our 101st. It's, it's almost two years worth of content. Yeah. Once a week content but still two years worth of content so before we get into our uh, quote-unquote best of ttr we'll do our our usual small talk starting off with packers not impressing uh over the weekend they lo- a little rough <laughs> loss to the jacksonville saints as, the jacksonville uh, saints are great that expansion good team one. is just good on matt as, as one of our uh, former pastors put online somebody should tell the packers Preseason's over. This is week one. Need to play. <laughs> when you think about it, since none of our guys played in preseason, it actually that was that was preseason. And there's 16 more to go, so it's like having 16 game schedule. Yep. At least all of the NFC North lost too, so it's like divisionally everyone's still at zero. So that's that's okay. Aaron Rodgers is still holding out. That's all. Looks that way. Yeah. The way he played. Come on, guys. He took a nut shot. Yeah, I did see that. Joe Barry, defensive coordinator of the year. Ooh, pretty excited yeah, about the new James, guy. James Winston dicing yeah, us off. I was yeah. like, eh, brutal. I would have rather have Miss, Mr. Owen 16 looking to go <laughs> Owen 17 <laughs> for the first possible. <laughs> the only way to go. There's, it's not possible. Uh, no. This no. team will not. But No. No, no but right. they won't. The teams that go Owen 17 are, do not have this much talent on them. No. It will. We play the Lions next, and we have a resident Lion fan, and we were going back and forth, and he called. He said, if you guys lose this one, it'll be like DEFCON 5 in Green Bay. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of alarm bells be going you, off. What what stinks is that it doesn't seem like it matters how much better we are than the Lions. It's still going to be a relatively competitive but game. It'll be a game, but well, if you, you lose at home to Detroit, when Detroit's working on their rebuild, like, rebuild year, yeah, I'm just saying. It's not great. I think there's a lot of fans that are expecting us to just go and blow them out by 40, and they're forgetting that it doesn't matter. There's like, still a professional yeah. team on the other side too. Yes, they're yeah. a professional team in division, and for some reason, we just struggle against the Lions. I, I'm today. okay with a hail mary game or two again this year. I mean, that's they fine. made it a game against the 49ers, so why wouldn't they make it a game against us? I mean, we didn't. We we won. We won 13 games last year, and we didn't lead the 
Lions for a second of either of them. And I'm okay with that again. We could not lead the whole game and beat them. That's fine. You know what I mean? It just kind of weird. Yeah. So as far as expecting, oh, we're gonna we're gonna bounce back, get a big blow win here. I I would doubt that. I think just winning is a start. So we need to. But at least we got the Brewers. Yeah. I mean they're rolling. Not having great luck against Detroit this week, but but it, but what do they got to play for right now? Right, so I can yeah, just it's hope not a critical keep, games. Keep yeah. the momentum they got into October and just keep that part of them going. Don't get anybody hurt. Yeah, yep. confirmed good at baseball. Confirmed. Yep. It's not like we're like falling apart against the Tigers. We're just not winning games. It's not like it's not like everybody's just striking out and you know no. the pitchers can't pitch anymore and all that. We're just not winning games. It's they fine. lost one to nothing and three to one. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. No. If we lost three games in a row, 11-0? And if it was a three-game series, like most series are, and they'd win today, you'd be like, oh, they just they got one out of three, big deal. But because it's a two-game series and you get swept, yep. big deal. Do you even count a two-game series as a sweep? No. Like, no, it should be a series. It's like yeah. we, we won the wild card, the play-in, the one-game wild card playoff. <laughs> like, yeah. We, uh, we swept, them. We yeah. swept yeah. the swept Cubs them. in the postseason. Swept them in one. The Rock- Who do we play? The Rockies. We swept the Rockies yeah, in the postseason right. one year. One. one game. Yeah. Still harvest season. Choppers are still rolling. We had some. You think we're halfway through silage? Yeah. I got both. I got a lot of extremes. That's a tricky question with custom guys, too, depending yeah. where they're at. They're probably halfway through their list, if you will. And the way silage is, is drying down, I hope so. Like, I hope we get enough time to finish without stuff really getting crazy dry. I mean, I had a couple fields that lost basically a point a day in the last week. There's some so. pretty phenomenal drying weather coming. Yeah, like right. This weekend, max 80s. out GDUs right. again yeah. in September for two days in a row, and that will dry corn quickly. We're going to tickle 90. Yeah, it's like 85, They've been, they've been bringing 84. it down a little bit each day. I've when I looked watching. last night, it said 88 in Watertown yeah. on Monday. Oh, Watertown, I believe that. To the south, it might be a little warmer. But why yeah. are you looking up Watertown? Why am I looking no, up Watertown? Watertown. Gee, good, I wonder why. It's a good town. Because three quarters of your week is spent on there. <laughs> but Tilt Talk Radio headquarters and see what I think. They're, I seen it at 86, and then like this morning when I looked, it was 83. I so got was Sunday 80. 84, Monday yeah. 85, Tuesday 80, but, uh, Wednesday, guess what? 60. Close, 68. Whoa. <laughs> so we're going to drop pretty solid 12 degrees from Tuesday to Wednesday. So fall colors, here we come. Yeah. The beans are starting to show their nice fall colors. And first being harvested, some of them just, really early yeah. beans going now. Todd, that's your department, man. You're usually the first yep. guy with beans harvested. Yep. Let's got, go. Guys starting. Got to get that weed in. Get the weed in. and yeah, It's, it's mid-September. Let's go. Yeah. Be good time for wheat. Weather would be perfect. And tar spot is part of the reason some of this stuff is drying down so fast. It really kind of came in the last couple of weeks. Tar spot, stalker rot. Yep, a lot starting of to see a little rot. bit of stalker rot. Either way, even with the tar spot, as fast as stuff's going to dry down, you're going to have to watch those stalks going into this fall. Yep. Your standability could be uh, a big issue. Subject at best. Or suspect at suspect best. At suspect best. at best. Yes. Subject. It's a good subject. Subject I, to be. Su- subject is suspect. Anyway, yeah, we had that conversation this week with a couple of growers about, you know, Hey, I know we're, you know, I don't think we've t- lost a ton of yield off the top, but uh, we really don't want to let this sit till the 1st of January. We want to try and get at this as early as we can. Don't let it sit till deer hunting, you're saying? Oof. 
if we could avoid the first snowfall, we can get it in before the first like real snowfall. I think that usually helps a lot. I hope you don't leave it out that long. I would hope so, but you never know. Crazy things happen. This is true. Sometimes we combine the following May, you know? Get a head start. We try to get a head start for the next year. Yeah, that's right. All right. You guys ready to do some looking back over our last 100 episodes yes. of TTR? Yes, I am. All right. So as we uh, came into this episode, we thought, hey, let's look back and find some interesting stuff that we've covered over the last hundy. And uh, so we'll start out with uh, actually getting some listener participation. We haven't had a, a ton of that. Um, we'd love some if you guys have ideas, want to shoot them over to us. Uh, Facebook and Twitter at Tilt Talk Radio. Great place to let us know what you want to hear about. But uh, we did get some over the summer. And so our first clip here is from PSNT Palooza. You guys ready to get into our topic for the day? If the ice cream's gone, I guess we better, yeah. So our thanks to Joe Sinkula for sending in a question for the podcast. And his question was, PSNTs, can we talk about them? Uh, why do we take them? What is it? When should we take it? And what do the results mean? So we'll just kind of... So, yeah. Uh, always a great question. PSNTs, we talk about a lot. We take a lot of them. Um, we do any number of testing, so there's there's a difference in the tests. There's PPNTs, which is preplant nitrate, and PSNTs, which is preside dress. So it was a great question. Great to have those ideas. So, like I said before, if you've got anything you want to throw at us, please do. Um, and that was, I believe, an episode from June, and then uh, not this past June, but June before. It was June nineteenth, twenty twenty. Yep. So, you could tell because we were eating ice cream. We were eating ice cream that episode. <laughs> yep. That was a fun episode. I like the ice cream part the best. <laughs> so, we kept kind of doing these Dairy Month challenges or, you know, features for June Dairy Month. And the next one is when our first June Dairy Month challenge, and that was a milk chug. We chugged chocolate milk uh, made for great radio to sit there and just have silence as we chug. So we did do some video, so if you look back on the Facebook page, you can find the video of us chugging milk. But, uh, I did not like this one. <laughs> I did not chug very good. What is the June Dairy Challenge? All right, so we're going to have a little milk chug contest here. All right. And so... That not, sounds like great radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for all of you listening at home... Uh, as a special bonus, we're going to record us doing this on video, and we're going to do it in heats. So Max and Todd uh, will face each other first, then Bill and I will face each other, and then the winners of those two will chug. So the winner gets extra milk <laughs> to chug this morning. I hope I get to chug two things of milk and then go walk in the 90-degree heat all day. <laughs> that would be ideal. So uh, Todd and I won the first heat. And then we rolled into heat number two. I'm, I'm going to throw this out because it did come out to you guys after, but I threw my heat. <laughs> I, I, know, I know I told you guys that after recording, but I threw my heat because I didn't. 
I, I am a lactose intolerant human being, so you, I was not up you for... You didn't want to double chug? Nah. I love milk, but I can't... One was plenty. I did not need to do another one. <laughs> it was rigged. Yeah. Sh- point shaving scandal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish it was rigged. I know. I chugged that first pint, and it was like... It actually made my chest hurt. Like, it was too fast. It's too, it's too good. How's it going there, audio? Yeah, the, the clips aren't quite ready, queued up. And the same episode was tough, so it's coming here. Here, oh, here it comes. Yeah, here, we got it. <laughs> just a lot of back. Just, yeah, rustling in the background. <laughs> So this will be a whole quart of milk now for you guys. All right, I'm going to go stand next to Todd. Two pints. Two pints is equal a quart. Math. All right. You guys ready? It's definitely jumping around to me, too. This is not the right. Here's the right spot right now. Ready? (laughs) Three, two, one. All right. They're out to the gate fast. Todd is giving her. Matt's out to a pretty good lead yeah. todd's making gaining ground oh, oh. oh close matt by a hair by a hair all right milk chugging every episode was, now yeah. Is it when you slam it? milk was a bad choice <laughs> no it was fine max is the only one who uh, had issues due to his lactose intolerance but uh, but we survived ah you win some you lose some you know you take your lactate that morning uh no Not what was your that. favorite june dairy month thing we did we did like cottage cheese i'm not gonna lie i like the cottage the cottage cheese is pretty good that was like way better than i thought it would be as far as rating those yeah except that one the one that was really bad though i didn't matt did an ice cream one and there was an almond oh that was terrible non-dairy yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, that That one was bad yeah well i liked when todd had to make us all full breakfast that was good good. that was the best yeah yeah we did the 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 dairy breakfast i also won that challenge so that one holds a special place in my heart the culver's ice cream was good the culver's what culver's ice cream yeah that was the culver's what culver's Culver's custard (laughs) was always good sir sorry sir thank you (laughs) yeah sorry no need to be a snob Craig, craig would be disappointed in you Craig Culver. Scoopy will be the Although along the way, we did a Dairy Queen one, didn't we? And that's ice cream. Well, that was the, the one that we're this talking year, about. Yeah. The so last year, we did all Culver's yep. flavors. This year, we did it was Dairy Queen, kind, right? Culver's, uh, Blue, Bunny, Blue Bunny, and then the non-dairy. The, yep, the terrible I don't remember. I don't remember the, the name of it. But Gross. <laughs> sure. Don't ever go that way. Yeah. That's so bad. All right, so then we posed the question in one of our episodes when we were talking Tilthy. Well, is is there normal? All right, I got a queued up. Yeah, at least closer to normal for this time of year. Sorry, typical. I got to stop saying normal because that doesn't exist. <laughs> typical is the new word. I like that. Yep, I thought I'm trying to stick with I typical. Thought, I thought typical for this time of year was 36 inches of snow. I was really getting accustomed to that in April. So that episode's from April 17th, 2020. So it was... Is that a remote one? Yes. 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 Yeah, that would have been... So yeah, uh, during during COVID... During COVID, we, we were doing the online podcast 
where we were all in our houses and we'd do like a video chat together yeah, to, so we something. could kind of see each other and take cues because it's really hard to record if you can't see another person and take cues like I can tell when Max or Bill or Todd wants to talk because I can see them but if you can't see each other then you just talk over each other and have all sorts of issues. It amazes me how much of radio now they aren't in the same room. No. And how well they can do because that's job. it's harder than you would think. Part, part of our problem probably leads to the fact that Bill and I were both living in uh, pretty rural. Uh, Bill, you live kind of in this in yep. around other people, but it's still relatively rural and internet's pretty garbage good. out there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Bill had better internet than Todd. And Todd <laughs> my internet. The city, so. My internet's. Not yeah, why great. is your internet so bad? You and I have the same internet. Why is your suck so bad? No, you. No, you and I, I, I think have the I, same yes. internet now. I will not I say think. the company I'm with because I like their customer service. But oh my god, is not, uh, customer service, my butt, <laughs> dude. When I want to <laughs> wa- when I want to watch videos on my phone, I, I want the internet to they're, work. They're, they're very customers. nice to me when I the, can't access the, the internet. The new. I just really did not like the previous Time Warner, and yeah, now that it's Spectrum, they're much better. To be honest, if you have good internet, you don't usually have to deal with customer service all that much. I, you know what I don't like? They jack your bill. Like they would, you know, just be like automatic. You'd have to call once a year and be like, yeah, no. Like, remember how you now double the price? And that. it's just annoying. well, that was that was the cable aspect. I think more Correct. so than the internet. Like when Correct. you when I used to have both, then it was. Yep. Oh yeah, no. We were, you're gonna go from paying like eighty bucks to one hundred and thirty. Like, I'm sorry, what? How did TV just become randomly more expensive? Oh well, you were on a deal and the deal ran out. But if you complain, we'll put you back on the deal. Just leave oh, me on the deal. Just leave me on the deal. Yeah. Can I just get a permanent deal <laughs> where you don't do that in perpetuity? Uh, but in that same episode, we also answer the question what is tilth since we're tilth agronomy this is tilth talk radio and we were talking tilthy so tilth as we said there is you know suitability so good good soil has good tilth so what are the aspects of tilth any any guesses guys or anybody know that the what makes up good tilth good aggregates soil structure pore size any of that sound right that sounds right to me. So obviously having pore space adds to your water holding capacity. Uh, it gives you the ability to withstand those heavier rains without taking much damage to the soil. Good functioning soil has lots of pore space and not just one size, but different sizes. And I think the big thing too, guys, is is um, we got to have oxygen in the soil. So if we have small pores, we get water, fill up those pore spaces. We can't get good oxygenation. We get denitrification of our of our uh, nitrogen fertilizer too, which isn't going to help anything in those waterlogged soils. So having good good soil structure, creating that good pore space, is is going to be good for lots of different things in the soil. All you guys are around for the for the naming of the company, right? Yep. Tell yep. the agronomy name. How like how why didn't why did you guys choose Tilth? Like why was that the answer? We had a list of like what, Ooh, there's a big list. It was big, yeah. Names. 
Like literally, it was a hundred names, and you just went through and just like, okay, not this one. Okay, not this. Well, one. this one was Nathan's idea. He said it was actually started out as agro till. Came from one of his farmers too. Yeah, it could be. I think, and it was going to be like a like agro in front of it and then tilth, and we didn't actually the we really liked the tilth part and the agro we dropped because so many far like so many agriculture companies start ag something like when you go to a trade show the first half of them are ag something and we just. Yeah, so you guys just, knew enough not to be premier first choice, <laughs> right. ultimate. Well, we were going to go with triple A tilth, and then just to be first in the phone book. <laughs> but then we realized nobody used the phone book. We anymore. didn't want to be any of those because Todd, you said like, oh, I, don't be like Apex yeah, anything or, with summit or whatever. Yeah. You know, like oh, we're the top of our game. Which yeah, but no, we wanted to be something more yeah, that but, you could describe. But we're the, full tilth agronomy. Yeah, <laughs> full tilth. And we didn't want to be uh, like a location. Like Northeast Wisconsin or, yeah. or anything like that, that we wanted to be wider. So if you start at the top, you've got nowhere up to go but down. You, we literally couldn't have cho- if you would have chosen Northeast Wisconsin, we would have been liars. Right. Yeah. At the time, not as much, but yeah. And it, as time has gone on, it's just fit more and more. Like every conference year too, and now with this soil health movement and right, that was that was pre soil health, like before that was really a big thing that people were paying attention to. And I've been at several meetings, and they'll bring it up, and then you get this sparkle in your eye like, yes, that's, that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> why, why we were, we were ahead of the curve. Yeah, They're unknowingly name-dropping our company. You guys were ahead of the curve. I wasn't involved, I wasn't involved in that. Not by much, though. I think no, you would have been close. 2015. Yeah, that was the summer before I started, or the year before I started. I started in so spring of 16. You were never, pro- never Plinsky Agronomic Consultant. You were never in the pack. Nope. No, but I remember like the no, first summer. No pot leaf. A lot of you guys yeah. were still wearing Polensky stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We well, when you have that many shirts and hats, it's hard. Well, like God, using. your your email still signature still says formerly. It does. I mean, which I feel like it's not I, formally anymore. No, I, I think it's time to change. <laughs> I took that off mine a few years ago already, but. It's been six well, years when you time. at first it made sense because you. Would, People would be like, "Who's Tilth?" You know, you'd get. Yeah. Even though we sent letters out, and like, people, well, people I, would still be like, "What?" Some farmers is like, "I will never call it Tilth," like especially still? Jeff's hardcore guy. They, they said that, and now, oh, right. now they but like right after, like, no, I'm. It's gonna be Plinsky forever. I'm like that's fine. You can call us whatever you want. I don't care. And yeah, call me whatever nice. you want, except for late to dinner. Ooh. Just don't make out the check to Plinsky. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I bet you it still cashes. <laughs> nah, in, but, in Google, on my like. In the Google business account part, it's still like there's still places I can't get change it, can't get change changed. it. But if you still search, you search till it'll come up. But for me, it always says Polinsky Bandit because it's like it was based off the same thing. But sure. you know, there's certain things where it's it's different. And then uh, this spring, we also did our first annual Tilthy Awards. So that was a little bit different, <laughs> just for fun. We did the Tilthies. And uh, so, I'm sorry, I, I googled tilt agronomy because Todd brought it up, and uh, it shows our service area, and it just has it's, the it's state the, of Wisconsin like circle. circle. <laughs> yeah, you got to outline that the is accurate. Area. It's accurate. Man. <laughs> I know, it, but it looks like a little kid did it. Come on, <laughs> I did have my little kid do it. It's like she can draw better than me. Yeah, just, Jack out there with yeah, a red crayon, like, yeah, like just draw our service. Gave him a protractor. And, it's uh, not even a circle. No, it's like a. Yeah, I don't know what it is. We it's, go off the shorelines a, a little bit. Yeah, it's a shape. 
we cut the corner in Minnesota there in the in the bottom part of the yeah. lower arrowhead, not the northern arrowhead. Minnesota. Anyway, I, sorry, I, I didn't mean to take us that far off track, but Todd's like, Google it, and it comes up, and I did, and the map is pretty funny. <laughs> Especially when you know, like, our actual service area. Like, it's we do have a pretty large area, but, like, just picturing what our normal, what the real outline should look like versus that is pretty funny. It's, it's different, yeah. All right, here's the first annual Tilthy Awards. Ready. Well, welcome to the first annual Tilthies. So Ooh. I've got a few questions here you guys have already seen, but you don't know the the answers. So we Are we in the audience? Or are we? You're, you guys are the uh, color commentators color for commentators. Was the, just the red carpet interviewers. Which celebrity I got to sit next to. <laughs> so surveyed the company. So we've got several Tilthies here voting on these Tilthies. Voting for ourselves. Yeah. Har, har, har. Well, it's not about us. We're so. like the Academy. I it's think. about, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys, yeah, you're, you're both the voters, and you get to make some commentary based on uh, how the company voted here on. So what award show was the Academy Awards? Grammys? The Oscars. Oscars, that guy? Okay. Sunday, I think. Which And I don't watch any of those, or I try not to. I watched a little bit of it. It was, it was pretty tough. It was... So our bar is pretty low. Yeah. No, we're... I think we're we're automatically ahead of them. And, and yeah, we <laughs> haven't made any political statements yet, so we're doing good. You know, Joaquin Phoenix is yeah. not welcome here. Yes. <laughs> we haven't said anything uh, about baby cows. So, uh, no, it was it was pretty sad, and then uh, it might be even sadder. Was my kids like the mass singer, and they did the maskies? Okay, this week. What does so, that mean? Uh, just, they went back. It was just random, random awards, so I thought, hey, we could do that. Yeah, the maskies. So. We did, and so I thought it'd be interesting to see how our responses aged. So this was uh, this spring, spring of 2021. Now we're in the fall, so see if we want to change our answers or uh, if we think what we predicted was was accurate. So we started with best crop coming out of winter, and we had voted uh, 57% winter wheat. So what do you guys think? If I have to say what? What turned out better at the end of the year is alfalfa. Yeah, yeah, we had a and by a lot pretty monster alfalfa year. Yeah, yep. I mean wheat wasn't bad. Wheat was scattered. Like I, there was some yeah. really nice pockets and areas, and then there was some really tough stuff. Yeah, that dry period. I think for the most part wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it still kind of dinged us on some of that wheat. Some of the later flowering varieties took it on the chin yeah and, and since it started raining late june it hasn't stopped so like third and fourth crop actually was like better awesome than the other two and second yep. crop didn't drop like it should like should've. it really should have yeah. that held that was the thing about alfalfa was it it regrew despite having like no moisture whatsoever yep. so i would agree max alfalfa was impressive yeah our uh, best glyphosate alternative because they were talking glyphosate shortages Early on in 2021, 42.9% dicamba was the winner. So I don't know. Did you guys spray a lot of dicamba this year? Yeah, and it didn't do much. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had some issues. I would I would change my answer to 240. I had better luck with that this year. Yep. Yeah. I, I think you, Max. I, I really Especially wanted dicamba beans. to work. Especially in beans, right? You're talking beans. Yeah, that... That's and that's part of the the issue is the dicamba regulations kind of yep kind of shoot that in the foot limits it yeah our best value crop was going for twenty twenty one 
and I guess we can't really say for sure yet as harvest is is beginning, but uh, was corn, 57% voted for corn. I mean, at the time that we voted on these, was corn was like probably $7? Not quite, but it was I don't high, think it was quite yeah. that high. It, was, it got up to 7 after that high. then. Yeah. Very, very near yeah. that area. Yeah, look at it now. I think I changed my vote to beans as far as... Well, if you're getting beans off, both new crop beans right now are... If you can get them off before the 1st of October and get them sold, there's a lot of money to be made on new crop beans right now. All right. Best crop emergence for 2021. Alfalfa was our... Alfalfa. Yep. That was our... Alfalfa. So that one I think we yeah, we can all agree can that... You ca- can you count corn when it had to regrow after the frost being re-emerging, <laughs> Max? Mm. Some areas it had to, but mm. some of it was pretty cattywampus. But then, but then you still lose points because it's still it, a lot of it came back, like ninety five percent. But we still lost some plants here and there, so I'd have to still say that alfalfa would be the winner. All right, best tillage strategy for this year: strip till, vertical till, with seventy one point four percent of the vote. What do you guys think about that one? I think the no till corn got set back like if you got frost it really hit hard in the no-till fields yeah some of the no-till it had had an ugly year this year conventional tillage until i hear the numbers final numbers off the chopper because conventional tillage corn looked better most of summer and and seemed to do the right things it's just i'm I'm kind of got the feeling that it might have got a little dry here. At no the tills end. came on strong at the end. Yeah, it looked it rough. finished better. Finished way it better through all that really wet. It so yep. it'll be interesting, like you say, of how close they'll finish. Mm-hmm. But with what we got there of of strip till and vertical till, I, I'd still go with that. As vertical till in general did pretty good this year to kind of I saw warm some really up that soil really nice strip till actually too. Yep, that performed pretty well. I had some good strip till, and then they decided to roll the ride down over the strip. Oh, yeah. And that kind of kind of, uh, just defeated the purpose. Yep. Muddied sure the waters. Did. And our final one was best water hemp strategy for 2021. And uh, 42.9% was overlapping pre, with pretty much everything else being tied. Including including the write in of hire an army and hand pull it. So I changed my answer. Early post and pre. I'm changing my answer. Yeah. I'm uh, kind of. It seems like every year it's a little bit longer, and the the fir- that first pre doesn't last as long as we think it should because we have to put it on so early. If we can do an early post application before the water hemp is emerged, and we're only killing, you know, lambs quarter and grass, well, and gives you a couple of weeks. We had a dry spring, followed by an exceptionally dry June, so even activation was kind of a question, right? This year versus, you know, other years where we know we were getting coverage and it was very spotty coverage, like the fields next door to each other, one would look okay, and the next one had escapes everywhere. So yeah, it was. It was kind of a weird year for chemical, too. So we did the first annual tilties around the Oscars, you said? Yep. So 2022, March 27th is the Oscars. So look for second annual tilties. Tilty Awards. Coming up in, coming to, to a podcast near you. 
All right. On one of our earliest episodes, we, we covered something that I think is timely it's, it's the again. Earliest published episode, yes. Yeah. So this is, is first, episode number one. This technically? is technically one, yes. So we were talking about internet and a little bit about fax machines, which for those of you who may not know what a fax machine is, this will tell you a little bit about it. Um, Hold the phone. The part of, yes, the internet is biased. I'm not Hold sure the if you've, phone. If you've ever been on the internet. Um, <laughs> Wikipedia is not if, true. If you go on AOL um, and, you know, you, you click, on, click on the AOL yeah. icon <laughs> uh, and then you hear... <laughs> sounds like a fax machine, uh, which is also a piece of technology that we used to use to send paper copies to other people through a phone line. Because uh, that's pretty much uncommon now, too. Figure that one out. We <laughs> sent the paper through a phone line. Did we sent the paper, actually. The, ex- the same paper came out the other end? Or yep. Exa- it looked exactly the same. Wow. I mean, it had a little bit of a kind of a fuzz to it, but, you know, it was, it was pretty I'm good. actually not old enough to have used a fax machine, and this is, it, they kind of blow my mind. <laughs> like, I know they're old and out of date, but, like, I never actually use one. They kind of impress me. So, yeah, that was our GMO talk episode, and... Yeah, I think internet bias is still alive and well, especially yep. social media Facts. across all that stuff. And uh, fax machines still still not coming back. Do you have a fax number on your business card? We do, yes. actually, but we have it, ours is an internet fax machine. So it basically emails it. So, <laughs> so it, can re, it can accept... So, so, no, so no, we don't have a fax number. We, we have a fax number, but and you can fax to it, but it will send... Send an email, basically, right. instead of us having to have a fax machine. No, somewhere. I want the piece of paper that gets sent through the phone. <laughs> Maybe we it should disappear. Rid of that. Maybe we just need to get rid of that. I don't know. I know Todd. You had a guy a few years ago that was still using a fax machine. I don't know. That Lately, though, it's not yeah. I don't know. That we have too many people that need to use I a fax a, machine. I had a client that faxed, and that's why we initially got it. And now he emails. So. I, has anybody looked at the facts lately? <laughs> <laughs> is there like a... We were getting a bunch of those like trip, you know, like it's yeah. getting spammed a right, lot. Right, it was spam which stuff. Which is yeah. interesting that it'd be worth spamming a fax number. Because I'll be honest, I can't remember the last time I looked at it. And I'm going to say it's been at least three, possibly five years. <laughs> I think really... I have a fax number on my business card now you I do. think about it. I, well, I'm pretty sure we all do. It's just that, yeah, I don't know that anyone uses it. <laughs> just one of those things, like, we didn't take it off just in case, but at the same time, like we just said, I don't know if anybody's do checking you know, it. Do you know the number? Absolutely not. No? I know the number. Todd, do you know the number? No, I don't. I feel like it's an easy one, like it ends in, like, 7,800 or something It's, like, like that. close to Jeff's number. It, it, it's old number. Oh, there no, I was not That's, close. like, my number. Or, yeah, yeah, it was close. Yours, I knew it was close to somebody's oh, phone number. 26, though, 2676, right? yeah. Yeah. The corn. And it's different to start. That's yeah. how I can remember it, because I know yours is the corn, and C is a two, so it's not 2676, it's 7626. Did we just put Todd's phone number on yeah, out, out to the world? They, they can, that's where that's they what's get on a the call website. and yeah. send us you know stuff. I, yeah. You know and Facebook asks me all our ideas. And Since I've had a business card, and like I think my phone number's on the website, like I just get more phone calls, like just in general. Just more things come my way. Good, more. but it's most of the time it's an angry Korean or like <laughs> or your your car. your car insurance is yeah, dude, or your extended warranty. Trust me, the warranty is up on any vehicle I drive. <laughs> hey, I was told I should 
need help with my school loans, and I've never had a school loan. So yeah, same here. Actually, I have I have a meeting set up with a magistrate to <laughs> sort out my social security stuff. Apparently, I nice, nice. Waiting for the email on that. Are you keeping the meeting? No, I I haven't been given a date or location. So, the ones I like is when they say uh, one of your one of your family members is in jail or something. You ever get one of those? My grandma got that. The only thing is, I have to I have to listen. I have to just make sure that it's fake. Like I have to to hear it all. I have to hear it all. (laughs) My grandmother got that call, and then she called me, and she's like, "Are you in jail?" I'm like, "No." My grandpa did the same thing. I'm like, I don't think they'd let me answer my phone if I was in jail. So. But uh, but I'm so, glad she was at least checking on me and, and like, concerned. Oh, good, you but, answered, but good, yeah, okay. You're not in jail. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to give this guy gift cards to get you out of jail. Then my grandpa. One time they called for my cousin when I was at my grandpa's house. They said, uh, you know, they said my cousin's name. He's in. We have him in jail here. <laughs> my grandpa goes, keep him, and hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which could have. I mean, if it was real, he might say that too. Actually, keep him. So. All right. Another thing we've covered over the last hundred episodes was the idea of alternative forages became a big thing as we were getting lots of winter kill in our hay fields. Um, you know, this year we had, like we said, a monster alfalfa year for the most part. Um, so it's it's going to kind of wane in popularity a little bit, but still something that that might work out for you. So, what is an alternative forage? Is what we talked about. Right. One quick Short month. <laughs> right. So it, it, this week we're going to talk about alternative forage and just how, even though it's got the word alternative in it, are they still good and do they have their place? And maybe do we kind of put them too low on the totem pole of forages? And even though they're alternative, can they still be good? So right, right now, you know, what is an alternative forage? Well, corn silage and alfalfa basically are mainstream. Like those are not alternative forages those are kind of our main forages that we feed to cattle and what's interesting is just put in perspective is prior to 1960 or back in the early 1900s they would have been classified as sort of the alternative forage so obviously back then you you know you grew more grasses and fed to cattle and it it was just Alfalfa and corn silage. Part of that has to be the inputs on alfalfa and corn were higher. Are higher. Hundred percent. I mean, just growing corn back then was much. And we were just feeding cows. So why would we grow stuff that's expensive just to feed cows to eat anything? Yeah, we're on pasture, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, just to put in perspective, is really they, you know, for. 60 years now have been not classified as alternative, but before that they were the alternative. Yeah. So kind of now, what's harder to define this is I was looking up, well, what is an alternative forage technically? And really the best definition I could come up with is just everything but corn silage and alfalfa, (laughs) which is a weird definition. But basically, you know, we feed so much of those two that it's sort of everything else. So that was our episode complimentary or alternative forages where we discussed yeah, the idea that it, it should be more of a complement to what you're growing, not necessarily an alternative to what you're growing. That was one of my favorite parts about that episode is Matt kind of deemed that word complementary forage, and I hope that takes off because alternative sounds like it's a bad thing, whereas it isn't always a bad thing. So we get into that more in that episode, but I thought Matt calling it that was really great and using that word complementary. 
So another highlight, low light, whatever you want to call it, of the last 100 episodes has also been uh, covering some interesting things in the news. Our cool beans, that corny uh, segments are always kind of interesting. And we had one back a little while with the China sending mysterious seeds. Our cool beans, and that's corny for this week, is something a lot of you have probably heard about because it's really taken off the last couple of days in the news. China sending unsolicited seeds to the United States. So strange packages with Chinese writing have been showing up in people's mailbox. Uh, if you do receive them, don't open it. Don't plant them for sure. And uh, give them to your contact your local Department of Agriculture. If you go to their website, they'll have details on how you can report this to them. But yeah, nobody's quite sure what the seeds are or what they do. So we don't want to make like, want to make sure you don't just throw them away either. Um, so they end up in the landfill somewhere growing. And if it's something noxious, then we're just going to spread the seeds. So um, yeah, another worry is their disease as well. Right. So you know, even to say, oh. I'll I'll just take a few and then I'll destroy them or, you know, something like that. But if they are diseased and you let that cat out of the bag, there's no, there's no putting that back. So yeah, it is something that very mysterious. Most of them are labeled as jewelry um, type of things, you know, to make it through customs. I seen one right here. It says gardening supplies um, is what they labeled it. And then some of the pictures that are coming through it, it's hard to tell whether they're stock photos, but most of them seem you know, real because they say, you know, like Minnesota Department of Agriculture, that kind of stuff. Um, and one even comes here, it has planting instructions um, right along with it, which is interesting. in English or Chinese? It's in English, but it's quite, you know, it just is like planting. Bad, bad English. <laughs> bad it, English. And it's not, it's planting introduction, one soil, please choose nutrient, you know, it's it's two watering, Basic. three temperature, four fertilization. Um you know, so it's it um, it's just kind of an interesting like. Uh, it's just wondering what the scam really is. That's what's kind of odd here. Is what's the you know some of the things say it's to get better reviews for shipping stuff and seeds are cheap to ship or something or you know easy. Sure, um, low low weight, so you're not going to yeah, yeah. So, but that seems odd, and yeah. I'm not going to lie, as an agronomist, I'm going to really want to plant these and see what they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that's what Department of Ag probably is. Somebody <laughs> just checking them in a greenhouse setting so, where they're not going to... Are we... Yeah. I was going to say, are we going to volunteer tilth research to the Department <laughs> of Ag to do these, find out what these are? Put up a, a clean room to, to grow them in. We have them, we have them set up in here in pots and we come back and the roof is off the building because the, <laughs> they just, the so, giant beanstalk just kept, <laughs> kept growing. Checking the beanstalk, yeah. <laughs> I know uh, this one article mentions that while a lot of the news has said China, there is some suspicion they may also come from Kyrgyzstan, which is very close to China. Yeah, they said it isn't. It's Asian countries in general, so yeah. Yeah, so not necessarily directly from China. I mean, scammers are all over. We get Russian scammers, Chinese scammers, American scammers. Just, you know, answer a weird number on your phone sometime like I did yesterday. <laughs> Oh, how'd that go? Uh, it was something about my car insurance, I think. Yes. Just it expired. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We've been trying to Warranty? contact you. Warranty? Uh, I didn't get that far. It was just the, as soon as I heard the, we're try- we've are we been trying to contact you, I hung, hung right This up. is your final notice. <laughs> we'll tell you that's one, one problem when you, you know, 
as a business trying to make sure you stay in contact with people and you do get calls from numbers that you don't actually have saved sometimes sometimes you answer them and that's what you get so there you go if you get weird seeds in the mail that you didn't order do not plant them contact department of ag right contact department of ag and consumer protection protecting consumers right there that's right all right i i know some people did grow the seeds and a lot of them turned out to be just kind of random stuff I don't think anyone. I didn't. Don't remember hearing any any follow up as far as like anything drastically terrible happening as a result. But yeah, Max said tar spot got way worse about <laughs> after that. Uh, it wasn't seeds. It was tar spot inoculum. <laughs> Just opening the package to see it was seeds was enough Not to confirmed. Max, I am a super sleuth. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. So sometimes a seed is just a seed. I I remember seeing something too where they thought it was like spamming for reviews or something like that. Who knows? And then sometimes, and this is just a couple weeks ago, you you get to hear about a interesting program that's happening out there and a way to help put a positive spin on agriculture. That's what we had in our episode, Pricing Your Poop, with Why Not Adapt a Cow? So you've probably heard Adopt a Highway. You've, you know that children are up for adoption in different situations. But why not adopt a cow? And that's our spotlight for today. A year-long free experience for your classroom. Uh, my son's class actually did this last year. They oh, had, how do you like it? That, they, did he, I don't know how much they did with it. They like He was really excited, came home, talked about it. Initially, and then every once in a while we'd hear about it. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm struggling. I can't remember the name of it. Like there was a name with a calf and everything that they had adopted. Um, so probably you, Bertha. Or, yeah. He came home and was like, we adopted Bertha today. But yeah, like, they came with a picture. It was like, oh, yeah. You know, we, reminded we, me of the, Was it in their classroom? Did it poop all over it, the It classroom? did not come physically to the classroom, <laughs> right. no. Uh, I actually have a farm in Shano County that adopts calves out. Sure. So um, they're the adoptee. But yeah, it, it's a yeah. free program, no costs from beginning to end. So yeah, every once in a while there's cool things like that that get kids involved in agriculture and get them thinking about outside the grocery store where food comes from and different ways to to kind of interact with agriculture. So that was kind and, of... A, and if you haven't yet, you can actually still sign up. Just pulling up the website here. It was till September 15th, but they've extended it till September 25th. All right, so, so get another week or so to yep. get I, that. I, I emailed both of my elementary school kids' teachers, and they both signed their classrooms up. So I'll give you an update as... Easiest adoption ever. On, yeah. <laughs> don't have to feed it. Don't have to do anything. Just, just donate 30 bucks. Yeah, and it's a suggested donate. I mean, it's yeah, free. Right. You don't have to donate anything but if you'd like if you'd like to throw 30 bucks at him so yeah that's some of our some of the more interesting things we found looking back on some of our episodes and then in terms of sports well we've got our own nostradamus or maxtradamus here in studio yeah after listening back i was surprised at certain things that especially when we were talking about sports in general and some of those that Max called, and this first one is when the Bucks. So it was just Max and I in studio, and the Bucks had just lost 
two in a row, and it wasn't looking good because they got kind of spanked in that second one. And I was like, really spanked. Yeah. This is the finals, so you're kind of like, everybody's jacked up for it. And he was still sticking with the Bucks and Six, and I was like, you're crazy. And yeah, no, he said, no, like, we will win the next four. So I'll cue it up here and see what he said. This is Max Stradonis. Good luck with that. I don't think four in a row is a lot. I think the only way now we win is in the full seven, but yeah, it's going to be hard to not, not play seven games, but Hey, there's nothing to save it for now. Right. You got seven games. You got got five games left and then you get off till October, November, whenever the NBA starts again. So, so go bucks. Yeah. Cheer loud. In other, in other, uh, Related news, not unrelated news. It's unrelated. Unrelated news. Wheat harvest has begun in the great state. So Max, like he stuck with that guns. I was like in wheat time, if you remember back. But a lot of it was just a fun year for. What is for it, Max? The, you can't win in six if you don't lose two. That's right. I so. wouldn't suggest losing the first two. <laughs> but it's a hard hey. road. But we hey, is that the first? Is that the first NBA champion to go down 0-2? Don't know. And you wouldn't have got there if. Kevin Durant's foot was a centimeter longer. Shorter, I mean, actually. Let's see here. Uh, ooh, not negative 200. All right, while well, you're queuing that up, I got the next clip. Is We talked about um, Vogelbach. This was like a year ago. This is episode 50, so put it back to these yeah. next two are from episode 50, like... 50 episodes ago. Double Maxtradamus that day. And we were talking just about a new Brewer player that nobody kind of heard of and just talking about how he was. And about a couple weeks ago, he just hit the Grand Slam to win the game for him. So They were not the first to do. No, they were the fifth. Yep. All right. Anyway, go ahead. That's what the D- See, I've been listening to it on the radio more than watching, dude, so I don't know what any of these dude, guys look Volobach, like. Dude, Vogelbach, he is a unit. Barely yeah. a softball <laughs> Dude, guy. he is a nice. load. I mean, he he could he could throw on the shoulder pads, play fullback. Like, he is a big dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, like, I, he's got his, like, he's got his jersey unbuttoned, like, all the way down to his belly button, big old <laughs> chain hanging out, like, the eye paint, chewing a big old wad of gum. Like, he is just, he's just, he's just here to hit balls, man. And that's it. It's how we need him to dude, do. Dude, when he walks up to the plate, I get excited well, every I'm time. Just, yeah, bring up Vogelbach on the yeah. Google Images machine, and yeah, if you, he, he's a chonk boy. Look, yeah. And Sep- that, September fifth was the grand. Was the Wachoff homer? Was it just a week or ten days ago? So you called it, and that was October second of twenty twenty. So, wow. Yeah. So that was a eleven months ago. You called. I'm a, I, I was a big Daniel Vogelbach fan the first time he stepped to the plate for the Brewers. Like, I just <laughs> liked it. Like, he just, I don't know, just, just made me excited. I don't know. Swing the bat. And one it's, other. It's your kind of guy. He, he is my guy. guy. The only thing he's missing is a mullet. That's about the only thing that could <laughs> really bring him full circle for me. And I, this next clip, I don't know if this predicted the Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers. So this was last October before all that sort of drama went on this winter, but uh, Max basically called himself our Aaron Rodgers. Not basically. Of, I distinctly remember saying flat like, out, I am Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so so here's the clip. Wow. And it lasted like a couple episodes. Yeah. And then we failed. So and you're saying, just, so you're saying I'm the, uh, I'm the straw the that stirs the drink. Yeah. 
I don't think so. I don't think so, Tim. I'm Aaron Rodgers in this situation. I make. I conduct Aaron the orchestra. Uh, that was a really bad analogy because he is not. Love of this situation, man. I, think, I think you're the Michael Vick. We're just waiting for you to get arrested for cockfighting <laughs> or Wait, dog fighting. Dog fighting. <laughs> I like the I'm the Jordan Love. I just make you guys all so angry that you podcast better. <laughs> yes, we're not taking our job. They bring in this new guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we should really talk to management about that. Done. 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 <laughs> that was it. We talked to management. Good job, guys. Game over. We did it. Uh-huh. And we got to go last week. We counted them out. Yep, Bill. I did. Said the Brewers were done. You know, they won like this year. The Brewers are not done. Not no. so much. Not even close. They weren't done last year either, apparently. No. They were close to done. <laughs> they were close to done. They were well well on their way. Listen, guys, if you uh, if you want to be right about sports sometimes, you just got to make a lot of takes. Like, that's <laughs> what. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't know if I jump on the Caesar sports book and make bets off of Max I, Max's advice but uh, once in a while it might pay out Max takes a lot of vacation because he, he gets, gets a, a lot, lot of vacation, vacation. <laughs> yeah I listen to the fan too yep it's on, they say that all the time yeah. so the more sports takes you get eventually you're going to be right yeah Stephen A. Smith did a thing the other day where he told people how many takes he's had in the last like since he started and it was like 30,000 takes or something like that and five of them were right well I don't know he didn't do that but it, also, it wouldn't actually be 30,000 because he's had the same take more than once. But anyway, if you do a show every day. All right. And to wrap it all up, I thought we'd give you an idea of where we are in terms of lowest downloaded episode and our most downloaded episode. So our least popular episode, and it was an early one, was uh, live from the NAICC, which is the National Alliance of Independent Crop Consultants. Annual meeting down in San Antonio, so that was pre-COVID. We were down in Texas. It was right before COVID, wasn't it? Did yeah, January, like, well, it was. It was kind of going on when we were there. True. Just, just would like to say, I was not on that episode. <laughs> oh, was that? Oh. <laughs> I listened back Straw to it, and it was a drink. It was, it was good. I mean, I listened back just, which <laughs> you don't know if nobody downloaded it. Why they didn't download it? It's not like they listened to it and then said it sucked because right. they right. didn't listen to it. Do but it. yeah, it was fine. Annual meeting, what? Yep. It was okay. But, yeah. and it was like thirty minutes, so that's when we realized we got to make these. We we, we got to make them an hour, so people. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> we um, literally took all like took podcasting equipment with us we to did. Texas. That was a lot. Yes, I got a different mixer board. We literally like had it in a hotel room, just you know. Yeah, we went from having more space to like cramped at a desk in a hotel room. A couple guys sitting on a bed with mics, and yeah. It was different, but it, and it was fun, but that was our least downloaded episode. Even though that episode was the least downloaded, that trip was not the least trip. That was a really no, good trip. No, it was actually a good trip. You yeah. guys were the seventh floor crew? Yep. You have um, any idea what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <way>. Nope. <laughs> okay. Don't, 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 don't admit to being the seventh floor crew. <laughs> That's really the University of Miami. Their football team made a rap song, and they were the seventh, the floor, seventh crew. floor crew. Uh, Didn't go over very well. Uh, we were actually on different floors. Because you guys were on one floor, I think I, Jake and I were on a different floor, and then uh, Derek and Jake, other Jake, were down there too. And they were, know. I think we we're all on different floors. I don't think any of us had rooms. They didn't want to put our rooms together. They knew they knew better. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why have rock. a block of rooms and then like, put people from the same area together? Who knows? Our most downloaded, however, is uh, not that long ago. 
And that was, what do we do with early wheat? So that was a discussion we had about options where if the wheat came off early enough, what we could be doing after. Did I, I think I wrote Max that one. definitely wrote that one. Wow. Well so done, let's Max. see. The worst one I wasn't in, the best one I wrote. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. And just throwing it out there. Now Max will have an even bigger head. All yeah. right, great. <laughs> you, you guys are going to have to cut the door out to get me out of here. <laughs> to be fired tomorrow. Yeah. Just means we have to work harder because you wrote it, probably. No, Max can just write better. all of them. That's fine with me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, oh. no, we podcasted better. Like he said before, he's the Jordan Love. We were just yeah, angry. Yeah. True. It's, it's Max's content, so we just did a better job. That's why. <laughs> we had to pick him you up. Pick up the slack. Yep, yep, I had to carry him. That one was really timely. Like It was. A, that, was that I mean, was, looking back, it's like, yeah, it really So the question, though, is did anyone... Anything. Yeah, I saw some of it. Saw I some, saw some of or it. what? Yep. No, nobody that I work with myself, but I know, uh, like right next to some people that I work with, I saw, I can see it every week, and I know um somebody who works here, one of our other consultants, he has it. He had this uh, scenario play out, so I don't know how it's going. I assume not well, but just because we didn't really have the, it didn't really work out. Like the day we I wrote the episode, and then the immediate following after that was not just what rain. we needed. Right. Yeah, we didn't didn't really get as much early harvest as we thought. It, in general, the best episodes I think are the ones that are really timely, like the ones that are we're like ten days ahead of making that decision, and it's a big decision that we could really um, change our ROI for the year or something like that. I think those are the best episodes we have. They're the easiest ones to write. Oh yeah, and we are thinking about them so heavily at the time. Um, you know, I was fielding that question a lot when I wrote the episode, and for so, some reason, I think wheat was was more of a a hot topic because I'm looking at our top five downloaded episodes and another out of the top five, two of them involve wheat. Uh, one involves water management. You know, everybody talks about corn and soybeans. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Something different. So you're saying if we get more listener input on topics, there'll be better topics? It could be. Yeah, please do. Matt, uh, Todd, where can they follow us Yeah, again? please. We, we made it to 100, so we must be good. I don't know. We did we did a hundred episodes. So tell tell a farmer friend about our podcast. Say, hey, these guys got a bunch of content. You can go listen to it. Um, subscribe to their podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you search Tilth Talk Radio. And on Android, get the app Podcast Attic, Podbean, or Player FM. And there you can find our podcast. There's also the way to listen to it on the computer or smartphone browser. You go to tilthegg.com slash podcast. And Matt, where can they follow us to give us any sort of questions or comments? Talk about our 100th episode. Maybe say congrats to 100. I don't know. You guys made it to 100. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilth Talk Radio. So they'll do it. 100. What a great way to wrap up the 100th episode and say thanks and thank you guys for being w- with me as we've cruised through these 100 episodes thanks for having us matt and thank you to the listeners please follow up with any comments suggestions what do you want to hear about we'd love to do some content geared toward what you want to hear thanks for listening and as always happy farming